The following language in this podcast is immature, but is intended somehow for mature audiences. Please be advised and enjoy. This is a Zerbinator Land production. Enjoy. Happy Halloween, everybody. How are you? Happy Halloween. It's finally here. Been waiting all month. But happy Halloween. Perfect timing. Let's go to the trick-or-treat camp, see what's going on up there. Oh, look at it. Got a little witch, it looks like, and a littler witch. Two little witchers. <laughs> waiting for candy. <laughs> this is great. So you're probably wondering what's going to happen tonight. Tonight's going to be a great night. We're going to have a good time. I'm going to be playing songs for you. I'm going to be sharing stories with you, sharing some podcast goodies from over the years, some things people haven't even heard in years. People. Lots of people. I'm an internet sensation. So. How's it going up there? Uh, They're going away. They're going away. But here we go. We're going to start off the stream right away with some good old-fashioned music. I'm going to do a song here that was uh, originally written with my godson back in 19... I'm going to say 1993. And the, the title of this is called Wake Up. And it's him as a little kid trying to tell me that I am having a bad dream when I'm telling him he's having a bad dream. So you're going to hear all kinds of stuff, including the one and the only Josh at age whatever. He's 30 now. Age six, five. Enjoy. This is called Wake Up.
Josh, what are you doing? Hey, look, it's a bunny. Josh, I don't see a bunny. Come on. Hey, it's a cute little furry bunny. Where? He ain't kidding. I never did wake up from that dream. That dream freaked me out for many years to come. How is everybody? Go ahead, talk to me if you wish. I would love to hear from you once I find the window where you're located. There you are. First off, I want to say, hey, I got one viewer, so hey, how you doing? Happy Halloween. I hope you're having a good night. I pray you're having a good night. I hope you're having a good time. Turn down some of the reverbage so it doesn't sound like this. that was but it was fun hey you want to hear something let's do it i think we're gonna have a good time doug mccoy your neighbors really don't know what they're getting into did they of course they did not Ah! all right speaking of doug mccoy he's coming back later can't do that right now it's not in the order that's supposed to be but doug you're coming up next is going to be a please stand by tribute this is one of the first please stand bys we did and uh, in the Halloween fashion, me and the Fergusness. So I hope you enjoy. And uh, I'm going to bring that up to you right now. Ladies and gentlemen, please stand by. I think it was episode 18, the second annual Halloween special. Oh. <laughs> 
waiting for Fred to come over. We're going belated trick-or-treating, and I can't wait. This is going to be fun. They should be here any minute. Oh, come on. Frau Blucher, won't you come out to play? Come on, Fred, get over here. We need to go out. Frau Blucher, won't you come? Oh, there he is. Hey! Hey, Kevin, how you doing? You ready to go belated trick or treating? I am so excited to do some belated trick or treating. Are you sure people are going to have candy today? Well, yeah. The the you know I live around a whole bunch of very famous people. Right, right, right. So yeah, they always have candy. It doesn't matter what holiday it is. They they have it. Maybe they'll have little jars of caviar. I like caviar. I would hope that they would. Yeah. Well, but there's only one way to find out. Did you bring your costume? I brought my costume. Here it is, my hippie costume. Oh, my gosh. That is awesome. Where'd you get those cool flowers? I got them at the, the flower store down the street. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. And they fit in your shirt so well. Uh, don't they? Did you, you, grew your, you grew your own hair out? I did, yeah. It was a little, little difficult but, you... uh, since last week. But, That's yeah, I, fast. I grew it out. Yeah, it was fast. I used Goodness. some uh, Acme hair tonic to get it growing really fast. So you'll be a hippie, and then here's my makeup. Let me go ahead and put it on really fast. Okay. Good job. Ding! It's on. <laughs> nice. What do I look like? You look like uh, Marcel Marceau. That's right. I'm a mime. So a I, mime. I figured we'd go as peace and quiet because you said peace you wanted to be a hippie. So I'll be, That's right. I'll be a mime. All right, so you it's ready? A, it's an existential duo costume. I, I love it. In fact, I think it said that on the package when I bought it. Oh, okay. It did. Extra, extraterrestrial duo. What did you... <laughs> exactly. Okay, let's go. We should get going. I'm excited. All right, let's go. Oh, this is great. Yeah. I love trick-or-treating. Ah, oh, man. Nice fall day. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. Beautiful day. Yeah. I don't know why we left at 5.30 p.m., though. We should have really waited till it got dark. Well, it is dark now. Oh, Oh, yeah, look at that. This is great. turn your clock back? I guess not. Now, this is Arnold's house, right? Okay. I did not turn my clock back. I'll be quiet. You be the hippie. Hey, Hey, Fjord. How are you? Hi. What's up, Arnold? Trick or treat, man. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. I I knew you were coming, so I sent you some uh, skittles. And right. three musketeers. And I uh, the you got any Snickers, Snickers bars? Well, I got some Snickers bars, but I ate the Snickers bars <sighs> because of the peanuts and the nougat. And uh, I knew that Fjord did not like the nougat. No, man, I love nougat. I don't like that crap inside the Three Musketeers bar, though. <laughs> what the yeah, hell? The, wait, I like the mint ones. You had the mint Three Musketeers bars, man? I can't afford the Three Musketeers oh, mint bars. I just did a really oh, bad man. movie. Terminator. You see my Terminator movie? I did not see it. Maybe well, that's why. Yeah. And that's why you dress like a, a little little hippie. Come here and give me a hug. It's good no, to ow, see you, my come, little hippie. Ow, ow, come on. Gosh, you go. You have long hair. Oh, beautiful. Hey, yeah. who's your friend? My friend is it's Kevin. You remember Kevin. Oh, Zubin. No, actually, you never saw Kevin, did you? No, I don't know. Well, I know where he lives. I've been in his yeah, house obviously. a couple yeah, times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're breaking into the house. Yeah, Stop well, doing that. Was, Stop doing that. Around. I was hungry. I was looking for the nougat. Stop. I'm no sorry. nougat at Kevin's house. Well, listen, I hope you both have a wonderful Halloween, and thank you for coming by, and, and uh, make sure that uh, you go and see my movies next year. You dress like one of me, like, you know, Total Recall, or Kindergarten Cop, or 
So maybe just come as a tumor, but I gotta go. So. It's not a tumor. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's funny, Frank. You do good uh, impression. That's What'd you get? Uh, I got a stupid Three Musketeers bar. Oh man, I got <laughs> a you rock. Get? <laughs> All right, dude. I'm nervous. <laughs> nervous. <laughs> oh, Christopher Walken's house. This is you. Oh dear. He wanted to see you. I think. All right, let me try the rope thing. Maybe okay. that'll get it. Hello. Trick or treat. Hello, oh. Fag. Hey, Mr. Walker. Hey. How you doing? Hey, Fag. Hey. Oh, what are you supposed to be this year? I'm dressed up as a hippie, and my friend Kevin here, see he's climbing the rope. He's a mom. Uh, he's he's okay. He's good. He's he's, he's doing good. He could yeah. do better. Well, I'm, it's just for just trick or treating. We're not uh, going. You know, it's not a career or anything. So you're supposed to be a hippie. You, s- oh, you yeah? see this watch? <laughs> yes. This watch was worn by a hippie back in the what? What do you you dress like the Beatles? You, I know you love them, fag. Why don't you dress yes, like do. the uh, the Beatles? Well, I have my uh, jean jacket and my long hair and and my jeans. You know, that's kind of like what John Lennon used to wear, right? I think that in the sixties, it's close to what he used to wear. But I'll tell you what, it's not quite right. It's just Halloween. It is. We're just having fun. And so. guess what I have for you tonight? Uh, what do you What do you have? Mars bars. Oh, I also right. got I some candy Mars. corn and some of oh, Walken's oh, oh. chocolates. Walken's chocolates? What's that? It's something I made myself. It's milk chocolate with eggs and whipped cream along with a Wait, real eggs? hint of lemon honey. Yes, it does have eggs in it. Um, well, you're not really supposed to hand out homemade candy to... Would you like a sip to, of my vodka? No, no, no. No. <laughs> no, thank you. And it also has some Swiss... Cheese. Okay, well that um, I'll just take the Mars bar. Okay, Kevin will have a Mars. Happy bar. Halloween to you, fake. <laughs> Happy Halloween. All right, I'll see you. Bye. Where do you want to go now? And what did you get? What did uh, you get? I got a Mars bar. Did you get a Mars bar? <gasps> I got a rock. Please. No. Please. That's the first. That's the first of hopefully many wonderful laughs that you will have tonight, I hope. Um, like my makeup? I'm going out as Kevin Smith. I thought that would... Here's my Kevin Smith impression. Are you ready? I know what you're saying, uncanny. I know what you're saying. Happy Halloween, everybody. I hope you're having a good time. I really do. And now it's time for Doug. Ladies and gentlemen, Doug McCoy, one of my closest friends on the planet, did me a huge, huge favor, which he didn't have to do. And uh, I really appreciate it. He called in with the history of Halloween monsters and where they come from. So enjoy this. Thank you, Doug, so much for this. And here we go. The history of Halloween monsters. What is up, Zerb? I'm a big lover of Halloween, as you know, as well as a collector of knowledge about Halloween, and I want to drop some knowledge. This time is about 
the monsters of Halloween. Now, if you look out on the street at trick-or-treat night, you're going to see all sorts of monsters. If you look at the Halloween recommendations in whatever streaming service you are preferring at this time and place, you're going to see several monsters as well. Some of them are going to be vampires, witches maybe, ghosts, Frankenstein's monster, werewolf, zombies, on and on and on we could go. None of those, though, is or are the proper Halloween monsters, the proper monsters of Halloween. You may not be able to guess what the proper monsters of Halloween are, but I am going to tell you. Halloween, of course, comes from the Celts. It comes from Ireland and Scotland. Their religions, some would say, but probably really more it comes just from their way of life. It is something that stems from the feelings they experienced as the summer was ending and the um, winter was about to begin and they were in that in-between time. One of the things that they believed was that this in-between time, particularly Halloween night or Sabin, as they would call it, you English speakers would say Sam Hain, mispronouncing it, but it's Samhain or Sabin, uh, depending on if you're Irish or uh, Scottish. They believe that was the particularly thin time at which the true monsters of Halloween would come out, and those true monsters were, drumroll please, fairies. Yes, I know that the term fairies does not strike fear into the hearts of most Westerners, most Americans, and, and other folks, because we have reinterpreted and reimagined fairies as being pixies or brownies, I guess. I'm not sure all the distinctions, but tiny, diminutive, innocent, angelic little creatures. Nothing could be further from the truth. To the Celtic mind, the fairies or the fair folk or fair ones, fair people. Um, Ishi is what they called them, the people of the mound. So, so if you hear Banshee is a woman of the mound, that she is, is of the mound. So the Ishi or the Banshee, and there are several other versions, but they were also called the fair ones. They were the remnants of the people that the Celts discovered when they migrated from modern-day France, Gaul, to Ireland and Scotland. They met this race of people who were superior to them, and yet they somehow defeated them. And those defeated people went underground. They were the fair folk, or the fair ones, which we changed into fairies. And they were powerful and devious. I believe they could mess with you at any time of the year, particularly at certain places. There were fairy forts fairy mounds. That's why they're called people of the mounds. But particularly, they would mess with you on Halloween. And you did not want to interact with these fairies. They did terrible. They would take your baby and, and put a imposter, evil baby in its place. They would pull you underwater and drown you. They would take you into their realm where time was different and space was different and you might come out and uh, centuries later and everybody that you knew and loved was dead. And all sorts of things that these fairies would do to you. Now, sometimes they could do good things too. Sometimes they were just mischievous. Sometimes they were helpful. Most of the time, though, people were afraid of them, terrified, mortally fearful of these fairies. And those are the true monsters of Halloween. Thank you so much, Doug. So much. Thank you. And I love that. He knows so many things about Halloween that most people just don't even think about. 
You know what's sad right now is that we've reached a point during the show where you realize the, the worst. And that's this. It's over. Now I gotta clean up. So sad. But it's not over here because we got a whole other probably an hour's worth of show ahead of us. <sighs> I'm kidding. I'm going to tell you a story. This next thing you're going to see and hear is a story called It's Either You or Me. And it has to do with a little tiny, 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 tiny speck of a creature. Actually, it's quite big. Actually, you guys saw pictures of it this past fall when I caught it on the chair and put it somewhere else. I'm talking about spiders. It's time for a scary story, ladies and gentlemen. One you won't forget. I'm talking about a scary story called It's Either You or Me. Make your move, buddy. It's either you or me. I was tracking a spider for a couple of hours, and it was huge. Big body long black legs that seemed to have suction cups on the bottoms of them. Man, the spider was gross looking. I've never been that close to a spider where I could see its eyes, let alone see its eyes move when I moved. And its feet. I know you don't think a spider would have feet, but this one did. It made a strange tapping sound as it scurried across the floor like it didn't keep its nails trimmed. Well, now I had it cornered. It was lumped between the bathroom wall and the tub, and I had a paper towel in one hand and a frying pan in the other, and I swear it was looking right at me. I'm afraid to grab it with the paper towel because it might be venomous, and what if I don't catch it and it runs up my arm and bites me, and then I die from some kind of spider venomous poison in my arm. But if I hit it with a pan and I squish it, some of the gut juice could come out and splatter all over my arms, and then I die from spider juice venom gushing out all over my arms. And Make your move, buddy. It's either you or me. Before making my move, I had to apologize to the spider first. I always think of his family or maybe his wife or mate. Maybe he hasn't gotten married yet. Or maybe he's been married for a short time now and he has some kids. So I apologize to him. And I say a little prayer for him too, just in case I don't get rid of him for that first squish. Like I graze him or I just break one of his eight legs. He becomes crippled and then he tries to run along with the dangling and the flapping leg behind him. Poor thing. I also heard somewhere that if you swirl tissue or a paper towel in front of the insect, whether it be a spider or even a fly, you could make it dizzy and catch it easier. So I started small circle motions with my hand as I closed in on him. Make your move, buddy. It's either you or me. Got him. I could feel the look on my face. I stayed motionless with a devious evil satisfaction that I squished the monster with my pan. I'm sorry, little buddy, but it was either you or me. 
just can't have you running around my house, you disgusting little creature. I just sat there, not moving, slowly pressing down on the pan with my other hand, making sure that he got his squishings. Now came the hard part, lifting the pan slowly to reveal the gutty, sloppy, sticky, gooey, yucky mess that laid underneath the pan. And right when I went to lift the pan, he came running up over the handle. No, 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 no. It ran under the cabinet. Dang it. God knows where he went now. See, I have a huge hole in the floor from the last time the pipes froze and I had to replace them. It's probably down in the basement by now. Oh well, he won this round. For the rest of the afternoon, I spent the day thinking I saw that spider everywhere. Under my glass, in my chair, on the wall, turned out to be something else. I went to bed early. I had to get up early the next day to start fighting arachnids. That night I woke to a very strange sound coming from outside, which sounded like trickling water on canvas. I looked out my window and all I could see was this black flow of liquid heading towards my house. It seemed to be coming out of the gutter, across the street. It was so shiny. And it looked like the black liquid was carrying small twigs and they were rolling over and over and... Wait, that's not liquid. It's insects. No, wait, not insects. Spiders. Billions of them. There's a curious cat that seems to have crossed their path. And they ate it. I've got to hide, but they'll find me. If I run, I, I could jump out the window, but they're coming up the side of the house. I've got to stay quiet. Maybe they'll think I'm not home. I must have really pissed that spider off. He brought his entire family. I could light my house on fire. They'll all go Talk down. about lazy. Yeah, that's it. Lazy. Oh, no. You're back, aren't you? Were you going to fill two bags without friends, a costume? Get off my yard. His eyes. His eyes, they look so sad. As if he felt bad. Oh, I gotta go say hi to him. That's my brother. What's this? He's praying? His eyes are closed and his legs are all together? You're praying for me? Oh my. He just pointed at me. It's either you or me, isn't it? It's either you or me, isn't it? back down here fast. Ooh-wee. Let me get out over my breath and then I'm going to play you a tune. I think you're going to like this tune. This one is called Habebe. Habebe. It's a remix of a song I did a long time ago. This song was mostly written so that I could do a drum solo in the middle of a song when we performed it live. 
pardon me, <clears throat> running up and down the steps and acting like an idiot, it didn't let me do that so well. So let's do this. I'm going to do this song for you. Okay, I'm, I'm finished breathing heavy. I'm sorry it took me so long to come back down. But here we go. This is called Hey Baby, and I'll dedicate this one to my wife, Shell. She's one hell of a good baby. Right, honey? Here we go. Hey baby, hey baby, hey baby. You know what's next? After we look at the trick or treat cam, look at all these feet. We are surrounded by trick and treaters. This is awesome. <laughs> no costume, no costume, one costume, no costume. Free candy. Ah. Good old days of Halloween. Isn't this great? All right, kids. Let's move on with the show, which is what we're going to do. I'm really excited to move on. Uh, we're going to do now. This is a Please Stand By intro with a very, very, very special guest. Um, I don't want to mention who he is yet. You'll find out about him soon. But uh, another guest. Today is my good friend Keith Heltzley's birthday. 
And he is a part of this bit that we did for the Halloween special. I think this was the second annual special. The uh, the first one... No, no, no. This was another episode. I'm so sorry. This is the second annual Halloween special. And I hope you enjoy it. It has Keith Heltzley in it, Ferg in it, and a very special guest that comes to you late at night during your dream spells. So I hope you enjoy it. And here we go. Happy Halloween, folks. This is Zerbinator Land Production. Enjoy. Hey, hey, Kevin. Keith. What's up, buddy? Hey, I was just uh, driving around the, the Connecticut area. I was just traveling around sightseeing. I thought I would put you in my GPS and come and stalk you. So. Uh, that's that's uh, kind of okay, but I have a question. Can you put that knife down for a second? Who? My, my knife? Well, yeah. Uh, why is Ferg on the? Is Ferg breathing? Yeah. Well, you know that. That's the thing is, uh, you know, Ferg just kind of looks like he's kind of down tonight. And I'll say, you, you think he's up for recording? Because if you want, I can fill in for him. Oh, uh, well, if it's uh, Ferg, you okay? I, I guess you might as well stay and record then, because he's uh, he's not looking too hot. Okay. Maybe I could uh, you know, help host the show or you know, do some voices or something. Or... Yeah, that'll be fun. <laughs> Is that a meat cleaver? <laughs> Welcome to the third annual Please Stand By Halloween Special. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, what happened? Why am I all sticky? What's happened? Oh, you're bloody, Ferg. <laughs> I don't feel so good. Oh, God, is, is that Fred Krueger? Am I dreaming? No, you're not. Hey, good morning, honey. It's good Hi. to see you. It's good to, well, I don't know. I'm not sure what's happening right now. I don't. I feel kind of woozy. You want me to get you a Band-Aid? Uh, yeah, I think, I think I better get a Band-Aid. All right, I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Where's Jerry? Jerry. Oh, God, I don't feel good. Hold on, I couldn't find it in the regular cabinet. <laughs> okay, I feel this stabbing pain in my chest. I don't know what's... I said that's cause we stabbed you! Why did you do that? you know. This is just a dream, right? Oh, no. I was doing my impression of you closing a show. <laughs> All right, here, put this Ow, on. the laugh. Put this on. Put it on. There you go. Okay. There you go. All right. Thank you. There you go. That feels better. That okay. feels better, Freddy. Right. Hey. Thank you, Freddy. Uh, okay. Hey! <laughs> oh, God, please. Well, I figured while I was here, <laughs> I would okay. go down go down the list of the 2017 top 10 Halloween costumes. <laughs> that sounds good. Well, I'm feeling better now. Did you put something on that Band-Aid? Yeah, I spit on it. <laughs> oh, ew. All right, all right, all right. All right, let's, let's do the list, Freddy. Can you hold my gloves? Yeah, I'll hold them. Hold my gloves. Number five. Number five, Wonder Woman. 
But which version? They have both, or, or just... Oh, I'm, I'm sure she's not a virgin now. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say? What? What did you say? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know. Number four. Number four, a giraffe. <laughs> what? A giraffe. How does that work? What you do is you get your girlfriend or your wife, depending on if you want to see her in a costume. <laughs> Which I do. Um, and you get her to put her hair up in little buns over her head. Uh-huh. And then you get her to paint, like, uh, giraffe skin on her neck going up the side of her face. Right? Especially if she has a really long neck. If she has a short neck, it ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna work. You just don't bother. Yeah. Number three. Number three. Belle from three. Beauty and the Beast. Oh, Yeah. I guess the the live from the live action movie. This they can't, that, was that this year too. Yeah, it also appeared on Netflix during that same time period. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Was she in um, Once Upon a Time, the TV show? Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen that either. Again, the cost of cable. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's on Netflix. Is it? Yeah, Damn. it was. I don't know if it still is. I don't know. I don't know. Alright, guess what? I've got two more to go. Two more. Number two. Not only is this a cool costume, but this began last night at midnight. Right, you mean this morning. But midnight. Yeah, there's also this morning. Hold on. This morning. Oh boy. (laughs) (laughs) Great. What did you eat, Freddy? I've a lot of children. A lot of children. Okay. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> okay. The kids from Stranger Things. Right, right. That's what I was talking about there. Yeah. Yeah, it came out this morning. 12 o'clock. Last night at midnight. No, 12 o'clock this morning. Last night at midnight. A.M. Midnight. <laughs> you ever listen to Dawkins sing my theme song? Remember the band talking? They rock. Yeah. <laughs> Dream warrior. Oh, yeah. Number one. Right, and number one for the 2017 top 10 Halloween costumes of 2017. <laughs> from the Department of Redundancy Department. <laughs> Pennywise the clown from it. Yes. <laughs> I guess the newer version, right? <laughs> I gotta go. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what is funnier. The fart, are you going, wow? <laughs> <laughs> are you feeling any better, Ferg? I do. I feel much better. Thank you. Laughter is the best medicine, Freddy. That's the best <laughs> medicine right yeah. there, my friend. I'll have to agree uh, with that, yeah. <laughs> Hey, oh my oh. lord, what happened in here? Sorry. Uh, Freddie and I were talking. He had he had some, I guess, bad children or something for dinner. Oh, God. <laughs> it smells like what are you ass. Complaining of, about? <laughs> what about you? And what are you with all the band-aids? Why did you take all my band-aids? They were stabbed. Somebody was stabbing me. I don't know. I think I'm okay now, though. Well, Keith is supposed to come over. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
<laughs> I hope you like this costume. I worked really, really, really hard on it. And I like it. I really do. I would like to know uh, what you guys have been seeing tonight. Let me know what you've been seeing in the uh, streets coming at you and your trick-or-treaters that have been coming up. As you see, they're pretty sporadic up here. Uh, but when they do come, they all seem to come at once, and then they all take off. So we have nothing at the present moment. But I am looking forward to that. Let's come out of some of this reverb. I am so sorry that's so heavy. We're going to go onward. It's time to go onward and upward. And what I'm going to do right now is have a conversation with someone very important to me. Um, his name is Frank. I've known him since I was a kid. He's one of the one of the coolest people I've ever known. But he's really nervous. Ladies and gentlemen, Frank and Zerb. Frank, where are you? Frank? Frank? (laughs) Frank, I I just wanted to ask you a couple questions now that it's Halloween night. Uh, This is your evening to enjoy life, run out and have fun and draws a muck, maybe get some free food while you're out. What do you think of all that? You're going to have a good time tonight? (laughs) Let's go on. There's a story that my uh, wife read for me for my first ghost story album which I did back in Jefferson Street and this is pre my wife being my wife this is back when we were just hitting on each other considering being husband and wife so enjoy this I have no clue what all this means Um, this is called They Roam at Night it's a story that she found somewhere and it said unknown author and no matter how hard I search I cannot find the author of this but this depicts Halloween night in its fullest and enjoy they Roam at Night by my beautiful wife, Shelley Zerby. The night is dark. The moon is full. They're appearing now, the ghosts and ghouls. They roam at night through the streets of town. Carefully now, they make no sound. They peek in windows, they open doors, they're gliding now across your floor. You hear a noise, or maybe not. Your mind is racing, your face feels hot. Your hands start shaking, you break a sweat, wondering what will happen next. You feel a touch, oh so light, against your cheek in the black of night. The goosebumps come, a scream breaks forth. You started now on this deadly course. You jump from bed and start to run, knowing not the fear to come. A hand slips sharply around your waist, a force you now have come to face. Your eyes grow big as the thing takes shape. A horrid ghoul has marked your fate. Fate. The sun arises and brings the light, saving the town from the ghastly night. 
But one poor soul has yet to rise. Another mystery, no big surprise. And so it goes till the next full moon, when ghosts and ghouls again will loom. Ain't that the truth? Thank you so much for reading that. Thank you for ever reading that, Shelly. You want to come down and say Happy Halloween to everybody? Thank you, honey. Waiting for trick-or-treaters, which is more important. How else are we going to feed them? Let's take a look out there and see what's going on. Absolutely nothing. A barren wasteland where food used to thrive. Candy wrappers now laying the streets. Will it ever be sane? Will it ever be sane? All right. I'm going to continue this show. We're going to do another song. This one is called Halloween Silence. And I made this with a whole bunch of sound effects that I found on a lot of my Halloween records, which we're going to show off tonight and later on in the evening. Uh, Hopefully Halloween trick-and-treating will pick up again. We'll get another barrage. But here we go. This song, again, is called Halloween Silence. Let me get prepared here because I am not. Here we go. Enjoy this.
apparently we have neighbors that I'm supposed to go see. Look at this. Oh my goodness, goodness, goodness. Thank you everybody for coming up. This is awesome. Alright guys, we're going to keep the show going here. And I am, oof, I am exhausted. That was fun. That song goes way back. Okay, so what I'm going to do now is I am going to show you something awesome. This coming next is my wife and her legs. Look at this. Everybody's just waiting for more people to come. Pardon me one second while I make a sound that isn't appropriate for a stream. Hey, let's look upstairs. Look at this. Isn't that cute? <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. All right, guys, let's continue. I'm going to get a story coming up here for you. This one is going to be called Wooden. And this one does have to do with something wooden. It has to do with the fact that there was this house back in Virginia that I used to visit all the time. And when you came walking up on the house, you couldn't see it. But then when you stood in front of the house, you saw it. But then when you started walking away, it disappeared into the trees and all that. It was amazing. So I wrote a story about it. And I sent a copy of it to the people who lived there. They loved it and uh, helped me promote the show when I did. So here we go. This story called Wooden. And I hope you enjoy it. Here we go. Hold on one second. I came across this house on my dog walks around 11.30 p.m. to 12 a.m. I like walking around these hours because the world is mine. And in our neighborhood, I'm free to roam about without the worry of cars or people passing me by. Just me and my puppy in the beautiful moonlight. One evening, I was walking my dog on a road that I hadn't traveled before, and I noticed these concrete steps. I looked to the top of the steps and found a huge door with hunter green paint. I couldn't see much due to the overshadowing of huge oak trees and maple trees everywhere. The house had ivy growing all over it, the kind of ivy everyone hates because it takes over everything. And the closer I got to the house, it literally seemed to disappear. Just the steps were there, leading to a platform which led to nothing but thick, thick woods. Strange how I thought that there was a house there. Everything that I thought were walls and doors and windows morphed into bushes, trees, and ivy-covered shrubs. September 21st, about seven years ago, I was walking with my dog past those particular set of steps. When I noticed a dim light becoming stronger in the woods behind the steps. I could hear what sounded like trees scraping against each other. And a sound like breaking glass, but in reverse. I could see those trees leaning inward to make what seemed to be a chimney stack. And with a very tiny glow, a small fire started from a single flame. Then came what appeared to be a mantle, and then a set of stairs leading up to a second floor made of vines and maple branches. An entire structure was forming right in front of my eyes. 
couldn't find any witnesses, just me and my pup. I looked at my watch to see what time it was, because I wanted to document the time as if someone would believe me. It was 11.30, right on the nose. As I looked up, the front door of this newly self-built structure was wide open, and a light bloomed at the end of a long hallway, beckoning my attention. I stood in amazement, trying to decipher what just happened. How could this possibly be? And what should I expect if I go inside? I thought it better to leave my puppy outside, so I tied my dog to the bottom rung of a newly formed banister made of oak vine, and I walked inside. The hallway was lined with photographs made from blades of grass. There were light and dark shades of bluegrass growing into the artworks of faces in wooden frames of people I've never seen before. I could tell that they lived a very long time ago by the way they were dressed. Flames lit up the hallway sprouting from torches made from birch trees. Bugs would crawl in and out of the remaining holes in the walls to fill up any spots that weren't finished yet. The further I got down the hallway, the more detailed the house became. I could hear different parts of the house finishing creation as I got closer to the door. Once the house was finished, the crickets began to sing. I wanted to be afraid, and I was surprised that I wasn't. I was standing in the middle of this hallway, entirely made from nature, and I felt no fear. I made it to the door I saw forming when I first entered the house. I could hear muffled voices and laughing on the other side, but I wasn't too sure, so I knocked. Dead silence. I couldn't even hear my own heartbeat. Now I was scared, very scared. And as I looked down, I could see the wooden handle turning very slowly. Once the latch opened, the door flew open. Such loud laughing and singing, and they were so happy. Everyone yelled and held up wooden goblets spilling over with some kind of juice or wine or something. Someone gave me a glass. We've only got two minutes till midnight. Enjoy! I looked over to my right and I saw a recently married couple kissing. Then I looked over to my left and I saw the same couple, only much older with gray and white hair, holding each other and smiling. There was a baby girl in a long blue dress playing a toy piano. And in the other corner of the room, a beautiful woman with a very long blue dress playing a grand piano. In another corner of the room, I saw a young boy run across the floor with a toy airplane in his hands. And then an old airplane pilot put his hand on my shoulder and said, I'm sorry, but it's midnight. Time's up. Everyone stopped in their tracks and stared right at me. Everyone. They looked dazed and tired. 
and I could hear and feel the house beginning to collapse all around me. All the happy faces turned and looked at me, now with cold blank stares that reached my soul. I shouldn't have come here, and I shouldn't be here with them, should I? I looked out the side window made from grapevines as I slowly retrieved into the ground to see an empty leash. When I looked down to the ground, there was a puppy girl sitting right next to me, panting. We were sitting in the middle of a leaf pile. I looked at my watch. It was 12.01, September 22nd, the first day of fall. I stood up and dusted my pants off and started towards those steps. Nothing was around me, just crickets and the leaves. And as I went down the steps to retrieve the leash, I found a toy plane. I picked up the plane, and as I walked back home, I smiled at the thought of next year. One of my favorite stories. One of my favorite stories. I'm going to do some show and tell for you. I thought that would be fun for Halloween. So. I want you to examine this object. It's very important that you examine this object. This object has things in it that have to do with such dark. You know the story Misery, where they hobble legs and take the, and they, and they pow, and then the leg, you know the, the movie Misery, where they do, and, they, and then when you're laying down, on, and they put a piece of wood between there, and, and this is used to remove the toes before that's done. This next object in this uh, Halloween show and tell. This is the dynamite. Type. It's a uh, the dynamite typewriter. It's a tape writer, and a tape writer. It, what you do is you click things, and you can change the letter at any point, and then you click and click and click. You got this long piece of tape with anything you want on it. Excuse me. This this is really uncomfortable. And this long thing, a thing, and then what you do is you, you take that to pieces of paper and you send a whole bunch of murderous notes to people. And this is one of the authentic ones that a gentleman named Herman Pinochle Parnaby, I think it was. Barnaby? Bar he was related to a friend of mine named Barney. You want to see Barney? Barney, can you come up here for a second? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, that's Barnaby, just so you know. But um, anyway, this was used to write murderous letters. Shelly bought me this one, the Dynamite digital one. So now I can write murderous letters in different fonts with different symbols, and it's really nice. You can put numbers. Oh, we got some kids. Let's go to the trick-or-treat cam. Take a look. These aren't kids. 
My gosh, those are tall kids. Oh, look at the military outfit. That is awesome. <laughs> Check that out. Everybody's wearing pajamas this year. They all dress the same. King, king pajama there. We got the military dude. We got the super, uh, super, uh, super sandals. And that was an amazing, that was an amazing visit, if I've ever seen one. My last item for today's show and tell on this beautiful Halloween evening is something that I'm very sad to show you. This is 11 years that this lasted until it didn't. And what it was was actual Christmas snow that I trapped in 2009 in this bag in, in the uh, D.C. metro area in uh, Virginia. And excuse me while I make a sound not safe for streams. One second. Uh, so I'm going to show you this. It's snow, but it, it melted on, uh, I think it melted on my birthday, July 2020, which was pretty awesome. But the final melt, like the last drop. There you go. That's it. That's, that's what that was. Let's go on with the show. Shall we go on with the show? I'm going to make a noise that's not appropriate for a stream. Okay, let's go on. Um, what I'm going to do for you next is actually Dina's birthday celebration. Dina turns three today, born Halloween night. My wife shared a post for those guys who are friends with my wife. But let's celebrate Dina's birthday. Dina, it's your birthday. Enjoy. It's your birthday today. Happy birthday! It's your birthday today. Happy birthday! Sorry, you have to love your cat to do something like that. You really, really have to love your cat. Let's see if anybody's there that I can chat with in the uh, streaming department. Let me see. No, just one viewer, but that's okay because everybody's out having a good time tonight, right? I, God knows the entertainment is top-notch. Okay, so I'm going to continue this. We're going to do this next song. It is called... Oh, fall 1986. I've drummed to this before for you, but I figured content, right? 
I would play the Halloween song tonight, but I've uh, done that already a couple of times in some streams. But this is Fall 1986. The Great Pumpkin Patch is the name of the song. You can find it at uh, zerbatron.bandcamp.com. I doubt it, but it's under the name that that, that guy, Zerbatron. So here we go. Fall 1986, The Great Pumpkin. There he is right there. That's my Great Pumpkin there. That's right. And... He's hiding right there. Can't really see him. Let's do that. That's me, man. Why? Why are you gonna why? Why can't you like hang? Why? Why? Why does all that happen? There he is. Look at that. The great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Enjoy.
Who's sweating? Who's sweating? Raise your, raise your hands. I am. I truly is. Let's take you back to where you belong. <sighs> I hope you're enjoying this if you are. And I want to thank everybody who is watching this. It means a ton to me that you are. Let me turn you back a little bit. There we go. Back to normal. All right. Before I go, there's a little more I'm going to do for you. I'm going to give you a pod mix. This is a Halloween pod mix that I made with tons of stuff from way back in the day when I had Joe Baraski on the show, Shelly on the show, and a bunch of characters that we both made up for fun. So I hope you enjoy this. I'm going to go de-sweat, get pretty for the next bit. And uh, keep your eyes out for the trick-or-treat cam. And enjoy the mix. Oh, I'm out of breath. You have no clue. Enjoy. Here you go. It is Halloween night still, and I would rather do this in a big microphone, but we're going to call the weather. Now, I know this day and age, it's important to use the computer for this type of information, but I love old-fashionedness. Here it is. Enjoy this. Good afternoon. Here's the latest weather forecast brought to you by Verizon. The current downtown temperature is 69 degrees Fahrenheit. Good evening. Relative humidity, 84%. South breeze, 14 miles per hour. Barometer, 29.82. And falling. Tonight, for the trick-or-treaters, cloudy, with temperatures ranging 60 to 65. And there will be a brief period of showers. Then mostly cloudy later with a low temperature of 50. Sunday, partly cloudy and cooler. Wasn't that great? You hear that? The rain's going to stop. Tonight I'm going to play you a collection of Halloween clips from past podcasts I've recorded. These are shows no longer found online. But I took the best parts of the Halloween episodes and put them together to make a nice Halloween special for you. Some of you might have heard these clips before. Most of you have not. If you've heard these clips, welcome to the memory lane. If you haven't heard these clips, prepare for doom, enter at your own risk, and beware of the night. These clips are taken from past shows titled Zurbancast, The Kevin Joe Show, and Instrumentally Speaking Podcast. My guests for tonight's show are Joe Benator, which is my buddy Joe Borowski, The Shellinator, which is my wife Shelly, We're going to start the show tonight with telephone calls we received from a gentleman named Bill and his wife, Helga. He would call in to the Zerbencast from time to time. Welcome Welcome to Square Table Discussions, where all the discussions are totally square. Podcasts in past tense are totally square. Hello, this is Bill. Well, you got your urban legends and you got your ghosts out, but I really am interested in hearing what you got to say about the classic movie Monster. We rented a Frankenstein costume once and people thought we were Dracula. So we took it back and they gave us a mummy. And then the next thing you know, they kept saying, where are the wolves? Oh, they the car, we're leaving. There's nobody there. Bye. Hello, this is Bill. 
Oh, my goodness, what a week. We were running from zombies, but we finally reached a place and a destination where I could call in and try to get you to understand that the season is about us where we're going to get in the car and we're going to go out and go trick-or-treating even though the zombies are in the neighborhood. We're kind of worried because we're afraid that if we do go up and ring the doorbell and try to get candy, we might get eaten instead. So, wish us luck. We're going to try to go trick-or-treating. We were going to stop by and pick you up, but we went by your house, and there's people all over the place, but they don't look happy. So, please, understand we're just going trick-or-treating without you, and I hope you have a happy Halloween. Thank you. Helga, stop. Helga, what happened to you? <laughs> Hi, this is Bill. What a week we had, a couple weeks. First, the computer crashed, and then Helga turned into a zombie. And we tried our best to get her healthy again, and she's kind of doing okay. Right, Helga? That's what I thought. And she's doing okay, though, and the computer crashed, and I think it was her fault because she was pressing and mashing her hands on the keyboard and squeezing them. Helga, stop it. I'm on the phone talking Anyway, we're going to come by and we're going to help you rake the leaves. From what I understand, they've been falling like crazy, sort of like the zombies that's been walking around the yard, too. Helga's going to come and help me, right, Helga? That's right, Helga. Hell, that kid, I'll talk to you later. We're on our way over to help you bake the leaves. Come on, Helga. Start the car. Let's go. Start to get your hands off me. Stop it. Hi, this is Bill. Well, we came by to pick you up and notice that all the chairs and the tables in your living room were turned upside down. I have a feeling they built the house over a grave burial ground, but they didn't move the headstones. They just left the bodies. So you might want to talk to your realtor about that. Otherwise, Helga and I are going to go to the store and pick up some other items that we need to eat from. So we'll talk to you soon. There's no news coming to pick you up. Nobody's there. Okay. Helga, start the car and get an exorcist. Okay, goodbye. Hi, this is Bill. Listen, I tried to stop by to pick you up so we could go to the drive-in and watch the Wolfman. Well, it appears Wolfman's not playing tonight, so I was thinking if you didn't mind, we'd go see Dracula. But now I'm wondering if Frankenstein's maybe the better show to see. My point is, is Helga would rather see Creature from the Black Lagoon. I'm not interested in any of them because I think all of it is bookkiss. My point is this. You're not there, so why come by and pick you up if you're not going to answer the phone? So we're going to go see Frankenstein like I said. For the Kevin Joe show, Joe and I would try to do skits before our Halloween specials. Here's a couple of those skits. The Kevin Joe show. The show is about to begin. The Kevin Joe show. We hope you enjoy the show. The Kevin Joe show. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoy the show. Hey, Joe, thanks for meeting me in this graveyard tonight. Hey, no problems. Why did you want me to meet you here? Well, I figured it's so close to Halloween. We might as well, you know, get someplace. Maybe we might be able to see something or something like that. Like what? I don't know. This time of year, yeah, this time of year, you know, they present themselves in weird fashions. And I thought maybe we would be able to, you know. Yeah, I hope it's a nice one. Me too, because the bad ones are really, really scary. Did you hear that? What was it? Kevin Joe. Kevin Joe. There it was again. What is it? It called us, Joe. What did it call us? Names, I think. Oh, no. Kevin Joe. Kevin Joe. We better get out of here. Come yeah. on. Yeah, let's go. There's a, there's a house over there, Joe. Let's go. Right there. Okay, let's go. Let me go first. No. Uh, Stop getting in front of me. Sorry, man. Sorry. Okay. Shut the door. All right. There's no lock on it. Ah, that's a shame. Ah, come on, let's go upstairs. There seems to be a 
a room up there. Okay. That seems to be a room, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch of rooms up there. There's a lot of steps. Oh, man. All right, let's go in here. What the? Wow. It's pretty dark. Really dark. Is there a light switch over there? Maybe. Let's see. Lights aren't working. What happened? Did you hear that? What was that? Sounds like it's... Sounds like it's getting closer, Joe. What are we going to do, man? I don't know. Let's get, let's out, get out of here. Come on. Back down the stairs, Joe. <laughs> Hurry up. Come on. Move it. Out the front door. Faster. Okay. There's another house over there across the street. Yeah, let's go. Wow, this is a big street, Joe. <laughs> it's bigger than I thought. Let's go in. Shut the door, oh, Josh. Uh, oh, oh, man. Yeah. Jeez. That was close. What the heck was that? I don't know, man. It was like coming right behind us, too. Do you, do you hear some evil music? Yeah, I do. What the? I know that music. What is it? Isn't that the music of Michael Myers? Oh, no. Yeah, you're right. Joe, let's go. Usually when that happens, on, something bad happens. I know. That. That's my thing. I, I don't like that. <sighs> oh, come on. Where let's go. Where are you going, man? Uh, go let's this go way. around to the back of the... No, okay. this way. Go to the back of the house. All right. Come on. Gosh. Boy, this is a big house to run around. This is weird, man. This is weird. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, look, a pumpkin patch. Hey. Check that out. Cool. Wait, what's that over there? What is it? Next to the really big pumpkin. It's the what great the? pumpkin. It's the great right, pumpkin, Joe. Pumpkin. We got to run again. Yeah. Come on. Back to the graveyard. Back to the graveyard. graveyard. We were safer there. That's kind of. That's kind of weird being safer in a graveyard. I know it is, but we got to get there. Come on, let's go. Okay, 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 okay. Ah, we're back here. Ah, That was was a triangle of fun, wasn't it? Wow. Or is that a full circle? No, it's a square. Square. Ah, it's good to be back here. Yeah, in the graveyard. Hey, Joe. What? Behind. Somebody's right behind you. You okay? Just bit me. Who bit you? What was that thing? I don't know. You okay, Joe? No, man. He bit hard. You okay? Gosh. You're bleeding. What? Ooh, it's it's a perfect uh, bite mark from a, a person. Where did he go? What? You kind of look weird, man. Your eyes are changing. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I uh, mean? You look kind of... I need to bite you, man. <laughs> what are you sick of? Give me your arm. No! Ouch! Ouch! What's wrong with me? Oh, oh dear! Oh dear! Hey, Joe. Hey, what's up? How you doing, man? I'm good. Hey, your costume looks good. What are you? You're you're Anakin guess. Skywalker. Yeah, how'd you guess? I don't know. I just took a long time. <laughs> Who am I? You are Master Obi Wan Kenobi. That's right. I'm Obi Wan Kenobi. Hey, you ready to go trick or treating? Yes. I think we should start with Senator Palpatine's house. He's right around the corner. Good. All right, let's go. Let's go. Man, this is a nice night. That's beautiful. I love this time of year. Me too. It's the best. You know they say that this time of year, strange things happen, and you can hear sounds of souls that have passed. Whoa, did you hear that? Uh, Yeah. All right, here we are. Here we are at Palpatine's house. Ring the bell, ring the bell. All right, here we go. I'm nervous. Where is he? I can see a shadow. Something in there. Somebody's in there. Yo, Sandy Palpatine. Open up, man. 
The force is with us. Yeah, we're forcing us to open the get a candy. Yeah. This time of year. Come on, pal. Hey, hey trick, trick or treat. treat. We want candy. Yes, and the force is with us. Yeah, how you like our costumes, Joe? Yeah, it's cool. Joe challenged me to a fight. And he Master Kenobi is up to the challenge. I'm up to the challenge. I don't know. You ain't going to take me. You know how powerful Anakin is. Yeah. Hey, what kind of candy are you getting there, Joe? Uh, some kind of droid treat. That's nougat, Joe. Yeah, it's nougat. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting, hey, it looks like Snickers. With the cookie crunch. How do you like our costumes? Do you think that we look good? Or like we're part of everything? Yeah. It's upsetting to me to see the council doesn't seem to fully appreciate your talents. Well, thank you. Well, yeah, thanks. But we're just wearing what we wear. Yeah, with the, I don't know what he's talking yeah. about with cancels. He scares me when he talks. I about know that. that. Yeah, it's as if he's you know back to the old days. Yeah, Joe and Joe and I are a level seven Jedi in these yeah. costumes. We were in the beginning of. Don't them. you wonder why they won't make you a Jedi master? Not, not really. Really, it's just I part thought of we, we were going to be one. Yeah, yeah, me too. I thought that's part of yeah. the costume, but. Step by step. Don't you like Jedi, Senator Palpatine? Yeah. They see your future. They know your power will be too strong to control. Uh You must break through the fog of lies the Jedi have created around you. Let me help you to know the subtleties of the Force. Just a costume. Yeah. This is Halloween. I mean... For Instrumentally Speaking Podcast, I did an episode on spooky records that I love. My top five favorite spooky records. Here's a clip of that. And now it's time for the Instrumentally Speaking Podcast main focus. Tonight's main focus is good old scary Halloween records. Instrumentally Speaking Podcast. This is a list of my top five favorite Halloween records from days of your or my number five Alfred Hitchcock's Ghost Stories for Young People by Golden Records in 1960. How do you do, boys and girls? My name is Alfred Hitchcock, and I'm delighted to find that you believe in ghosts, too. After all, they believe in you, so it is only common courtesy and politeness to return the favor. This album is great for all ages. You get to have Mr. Hitchcock introducing each story with the same tone that you would expect from his Alfred Hitchcock Presents television series in the late 1950s and early 60s. This album I have stashed somewhere in my mother's house, and I really need to dig it up again. Number four. Boris Karloff, Tales from the Frightened, Volume 1 and Volume 2, on Mercury Records from 1963. Are you one of the frightened? Have you ever imagined someone was following you? Caught a glimpse of a strange face in the crowd behind you, and then that face mysteriously seems to be with you wherever you go? Just the sheer fact that this man played the most important monster in film history should make you want to listen to this album. For you youngins out there, Boris Karloff played the original Frankenstein in the 1931 film. Every Halloween, I would put out my Frankenstein model 
I made from a Universal Studios Monsters kit right in front of the television set so that little Frankie could see Big Frankie on the screen. I love Frankenstein. There was a magazine in 1956 called Tales of the Frightened, edited by... That's such a weird word, edited. Edited, I said it right? Edited by Mr. Michael Avalon. These albums were LP renditions of vignettes written by Michael Avalon and read by Boris Karloff. The Frightened was a proposed radio show that apparently didn't get much airtime. I'm so glad that they made these into albums, though. Number three. Number three would be Peanuts. It's The Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown Records, 1978. That stupid blockhead of a brother of mine is out in the pumpkin patch making his yearly fool of himself. Boy, is he... During the 70s, this was released on vinyl in a variety of formats. Long playing 12-inch, book and record 7-inch. I truly look forward to seeing this Halloween special every year. And it's not Halloween until I hear Linus say, I hear the great pumpkin! Number two. Now coming in at number two is Sounds to Make You Shiver. Pickwick Records, 1974. So... You want to visit a haunted house, hmm? I think I have one that should suit you. That is, if you dare follow me. Number one. Wade Denning, Famous Ghost Stories with Scary Sounds. This was a Pickwick album from 1975. A long time ago, in a little town called Sleepy Hollow, there was a school teacher named Ichabod Crane. Now, Ichabod was a tall, skinny man who was quick to use a ruler on naughty scholars. This album is what made me love ghost stories. This record I've owned twice in my life. My mom picked me up a copy from Drug Fair when I was about 10 years old, and then I played the album so much that I destroyed it with scratches. Then later on, one of my daughter's friends' mommies had this album in her collection about five years ago. And I begged her for the album, and I would have paid an enormous amount of money for this album, but she graciously gave it to me for free. The Telltale Heart was always my favorite off of this album. It was like watching a theater play. The story was written by Edgar Allan Poe and recited by Wade Denning. I learned that a few of these stories, like The Miser's Gold, The Headless Horseman, were also licensed by Post Serial in the mid-70s and released as cardboard flexi-discs that you could take off the back of the honeycomb and alphabet cereal boxes. If you search real hard on eBay, you should be able to find some of those flexies. Mr. Frank Daniel did the artwork for this album as well as all of the artwork on Sounds to Make You Shiver. And the artwork on the back of this album was some of my favorite Halloween artwork ever had this one character on the back that looked exactly like Vincent Price with a big, full 1970s head of hair. And every time I saw it, it made my blood run cold. Hello and welcome to Instrumentally Speaking Podcast, episode 29. You know that if you count the two episodes that happened in June, which would be episode 9.5, which was WKHC Radio, and episode 9.75, titled Unplanned, This episode would officially be episode number 31. And that is so cool that the 31st episode would be titled Halloween. Isn't that awesome? What the? All right. I better go check that out. I think it's probably Elsa has to go outside. I'm going to take you with me, though. So hold on one second. 
tell you more about how cool it is that the Halloween special falls on this day. There we go, okay. Let's go see what's going on at the shirts us. Elsa? Elsa? Piggy? Shelly? Oh gosh. Who was that? Shelly? Elsa? that was. I um, could be Tiggy on the piano. What was that? Tigger? Tiggy? God, that's not Tiggy. Oh, God. Oh, no. I'm good. Okay, oh please. Anyone, oh if you can hear me, please help. I'm located in the heart of our nation's capital and I just want a decent burial, that's all I Oh no! Drink a treat, drink a treat, drink a treat for Halloween. My wife Shelly joined me for another episode of Instrumentally Speaking Podcast. She kept on having problems because apparently she was bit. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you, honey, for joining me. It was fun. What's that on your arm? What? Right there. This? this. Oh, I, I don't know. I was The neighbor was outside, and she was telling me her dog is acting weird, and I went to pet it, and it bit me. Is that that crazy dog with one eye? Well, yeah, but he lost it. I think he got it poked with a stick. <laughs> oh, you going to be okay? Yeah, I think so. It's just a little, barely broke the flesh. All right, the <laughs> flesh. This is my flesh. I've just never heard you say the word flesh before. <laughs> we should get that cleaned up. Seriously, yeah, we need to get that should. cleaned up. Put some peroxide or something in it. Okay, you feeling okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling fine. Right, we got her. We got her bandaged up. That won't stop bleeding too, so we mm-hmm. might take a trip to the hospital later. I'll put a little pressure on it. And I'm going to put a little pressure on our listeners. If you'd like to hear more of our show, you can. You okay? <clears throat> yeah, just my. Got a tickle in my throat. Here, have some water. Um, here, <laughs> have my water. Um, you can check us out at www.kzmoods.webs.com or you can find us on Facebook and Google Plus and also in iTunes. You okay? You okay? <laughs> All right, hold on. I'm going to end tonight's show with a song, a Halloween song I wrote back in 2006 called. Ow! Stop it! With a song called The Wish It's all about good old Count Dracula I want to thank you all for listening so much I hope everyone Stop it Have a safe Halloween Don't eat any apples That are meant for shaving And and please have fun with that I look forward to next week's show When we're back to But I am not, if you're interested. I'm interested in chatting for a while. It's Halloween night. And 
I'm going to head right over to the Facebook here and see who's watching, if anybody is. I'm afraid to look, because I guarantee you that nobody's there. Nobody's there! So hang out for a second. Maybe some, nah, because by the time, there's going to be a delay and nobody will come in. However, I'm going to start a chat room with some friends of mine and celebrate Halloween. Thank you guys so much for watching. If you did watch this later, if you didn't watch it, uh, or if you did watch it, excuse me, at the time, Doug McCoy, thank you so much for uh, joining me and also joining me twice. And uh, thanks to everybody else who helped out. I'm going to make this an annual thing. I'm going to try to do a Christmas one as well. More performances, more people. And we'll see what happens. Happy Halloween. Thank you guys for watching. And until next time, this is Zerb saying... Boo! Thanks for listening. Have a good night.